today's episode is going to be called A Princess's Panic. Um, I don't know why the fuck I'm whispering. That is, uh, um, I know I've already made jokes about this, but like, seriousness, um, it is like day four of dealing with my new sickness, um, in all seriousness. I wasn't made aware that this man had a positive genital herpes um, infection within him. So it came as a total surprise to me and a mystery. I had no idea what was going on. I thought it was an HIV scare, to be completely frank, I might say. So all jokes aside, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's, it's not a good feeling. I feel very violated, um, and just overwhelmed and very anxious, which is why I am recording this episode because my anxiety over the last year has skyrocketed and I'm standing there in the kitchen. I'm making egg salad right now. LOL. Come on, egg salad. And I'm like thinking to myself, why have I like, why am I so anxious recently? Why am I so scared all the time now? And it's because I just was too trusting. And I had to be this strong person who just acted like they didn't give a fuck for so long. Which was not a good mindset to trap myself into. Because I spent so long just, like, putting these feelings aside instead of, like, facing them, you know? So, now they just have all caught up to me because I've had so much free time recently to just think. Which is no fucking fun at all, I will tell you. I have been in the worst mindset. Which is why I also started to make this podcast because I was like, I just need to like confront like the monsters under my bed. Like I need to either crawl under there with them, yo, or just shut the fuck up because it's getting really annoying at this point. Because I keep seeing all these TikToks about like how, um, that one bitch that when you're young and you just do everything and you don't have any anxiety and you're in the back seat of strange men's car and you're drunk and that was me and now i hate everything the grocery store gives me anxiety new york gives me anxiety i love it here 
but I tolerate it at this point because I have to like prepare myself to go outside because there's times where I like love the craziness outside and there's times where I just don't know what to expect when I leave the house and it's just it's so oh my goodness I'm trying to love it you guys but recently I've just been really down because I had to start a new job while I'm sick and I don't know if that's like no because I'm on meds so it should be fine I just don't feel a hundred percent I'm not like it's not like I'm coughing or anything so I don't know I mean but yeah So this episode, I kind of just wanted to talk about, like, my anxiety. And just, because I always feel so much better when someone can relate to my anxiety. So I'm hoping I can do the same for other people. Because my anxiety nowadays is starting to turn into the, like, this sensation of feeling like I'm in a nightmare which is kind of where the inspiration behind fragments of Frank came from like the nightmares the just the trauma of and I haven't been able to cry in so long like a good cry I always cry but like I haven't had, like, a breakdown cry, you know, where it's just so nice and just freeing. So, I'm praying it comes soon. But I'm watching TV and I just don't understand what's going on on the TV. That's why I keep, like, stalling. And I'm also on Hinge because I just want to hug at the end of the day now. I'm so over it. This really taught me a fucking lesson. This slapped me in the face, fisted me, like punched me, like literally was horrifying, this. So, I mean, it made my anxiety 100% worse. I will not lie. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm trying to like understand it. I haven't gotten a positive test back yet, though, so I, none of my health concern tests ever come back, so that's kind of a waste of time why I go, but I go because I'm always so anxious, but yeah, so I first had this state of mind when I was, like, young. I always, like, drank And I started smoking weed, like, young. And it never, like, made me anxious. And then one day, I smoked weed at work with one of my, one of my co-workers had, like, a dab pen. And I remember we were at Dracy's. And it was, um, crazy. I went in the bathroom. I hadn't eaten all day. So before you shit on me and just say that I was tripping, like, it's scary. 
it's a panic attack while you're intoxicated and everything slowing down just doesn't help. So I went in our scary bathroom and like, you know, those horror movies where it's just like they try and scare you with like, like too realistic of things. That's what my life turned into, like, the sad reality of how pointless life is. Like, the family-owned, run-down restaurant in a town that nobody's heard of. That's the, like, thought that came in my head. It was so scary because I smoked, and I was, like, coughing, and I literally took another hit, and then I fucking went out into the dining room and my coworker was like, yo, your eyes are blood red. She was like, you should eat some food. And I just remember sitting there and uh, this, this bitch, I don't know what was in the weed or maybe it was just very strong, but the fucking, like just everything slowed down. Everything fucking slowed down. It was a complete state of panic. My heart was beating so fast. Everything was moving like in a kaleidoscope vision. I wanted to die. I was trying to eat, but I was so nauseous. And so I went up to the counter and I had Lily take me home. Because obviously I was way, like it was really bad. My boss was staring at me, and I wasn't on the clock, so he couldn't have yelled at me. But I fucking, like, went over there, and I was like, you guys? And then my boss, like, obviously knew what the fuck was happening. And I was like, Lily, can you, like, are you going home? Can you drive me home? She was like, yeah. And so we get outside, and I literally thought I was going to die. Like, the panic of feeling like you're gonna die is so scary. And nowadays, I feel that because I just felt, I feel like I haven't had my time. I've, I have this fear that I haven't done what I'm supposed to do yet. And then when the death panic comes in, I go, oh my God. And then it really just like goes down the rabbit hole. (laughs) So yeah, she was driving me home and um, it was really bad. It was so bad. It was so bad. And she was trying to calm me down. And I just couldn't calm down. And it just felt like a nightmare. Like the derealization while I was high was so surreal. In like a traumatic way. And I told myself that I would never do drugs again. After that one. But I definitely did. I'm such a liar. But. Oh my god. What's happening on the TV? I don't know. Oh my god. But anyway. Yeah. So I went up to John Carroll. And Lindsay was there. Sorry. I'm literally. I need to stop watching TV when I'm filming. I literally brought a pizza, too, and we sat down, and I had calmed down for a second, and then I started freaking out again, and everyone that I was with, it was like, 
the people I was friends with at the time. It was like Maya Diggs, like Rachel fucking Pazuti. And like, ew, like I fucking, I don't think she was. Thank God she wasn't there. Okay, good. Yeah. And like Lindsay and like some other boys were there and they were making fun of me like they always do, but whatever. Everyone ate my pizza. I literally remember like Maya eating my pizza while I was like having a panic attack and then everything started slowing down again and I was in like my raggedy ass pizza clothes. So then I like got up and I was like, I need to like leave. Like I need to go somewhere else. And you like the way that I get when I'm like that, I'm like, I need to like wake up. Like it's a dream. Like I need to wake up. I need to like kill myself to wake up. Like I need to like, Because, you know, when you die in a dream and you wake up, that's what my brain clicks into. And I convince myself. So it's a very, like, it's a very, like, unsafe state of mind that I've put myself willingly into. Not knowing, though. But trying it again, I always think it's going to be better, but it it just always triggers the same feeling. I've had this... I've had this experience happen, like, so much. Like, in different, like, cities. Like, New York, it's happened. But I always thought it was just me being intoxicated. But it's just the state of panic I'm in. Nowadays, I can have a panic attack, and that's how I feel. Like, I derealize to the point that I think I'm in a dream and that I need to, like, wake up. But I have ways of coping with it now, even though it's definitely not reality. What I'm saying is it definitely isn't realistic what I'm thinking. Not, it's not reality. I'm triggering myself right now by saying that. Oh my god. But yeah, Lily, because after they ate all my food and I started running away and I was panicking, I like sat down because everything was moving so slowly again and I tried closing my eyes. But like there was just a million things running through my head and they were playing music that I like liked at the time. And I was screaming. I was like, turn this off right now. I don't want to hear this. <laughs> and they turned it off. And I was bugging. And Lily picked me up from her date. I remember Henry Frawley was there. Who she was dating at the time. I don't know why she was dating that fucking spoiled brat. But whatever. They're both fucking spoiled. That whole family, they're a shit show. They tried to get me in so much trouble. And I remember getting in the car and just laying out the window because it was so hot in there and just saying gibberish. They were told me, they said that I couldn't speak. And that was so scary to me. The fact that I just couldn't remember to speak. Like, ooh, zoo-wee mama. But, 
then they took me home to Lily's house and put me in the shower under boiling hot water. I put myself under. I laid there for hours. I kid you not. Fucking hours I laid in that. Oh, oh, cramp, cramp. Oh, cramp. Oh, sorry, I just had a cramp. But I fucking laid there for hours in the shower. And then I got into bed and I passed out. And my parents were calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me, calling me. And I think I woke up at like 1 in the morning and I went home. But I was a mess. It was so dramatizing. And then I got high with this coworker again. And the same thing happened, but not to that extreme. I just dealt with it myself. But I was in such a state of panic that I couldn't enjoy the day. Like, it just felt, like, unreal, like, to me. Which I, like, triggered all this panic. Like... Drugs, like, brought out the anxiety in me. I think depending on, like, the level of drug, it brings out worse anxiety in you. Like, I feel like if you drink alcohol your entire life you will start to have anxiety like this by, like, 60. I think if you smoke your entire life, for some people it's different. I feel like people could smoke their entire lives and finally get anxious like this when they're 60. Or, like, they could have a few drinks and then they could spark the anxiety in them. Like how weed was for me a few times and it sparked the anxiety in me. But, like, meth, that really brought out anxiety in me because of just how, on a different level, that was. Coke, in New York, it's not pure Coke, so I don't really count it, but it brought out anxiety in me because you're so hyper. It's, like, stupid. Just makes it feel like a dream feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like you're caffeinated. Like you're caffeinated. I don't know why I got so like serious when I said that. Like and excited. But yeah, that's how like my anxiety is every day. Like the come down after that man lied to me and drugged me. Um I the meth come down, like, lasts a week, they say. They say it doesn't leave, like, your your body fully for a week. So it's, like, the first two days after. the Like, the day of, the high doesn't last the entire day. And your body, like, is, like, physically, like, sick hours after. Which is why people just do a lot of it. And keep the high going so they don't feel sick. Which makes it so addictive. And it makes you really happy, apparently. I wasn't happy. I don't know. I was saying crazy shit. Like, I don't know why people enjoy it, to be completely honest. I guess if you're an addict type person, like, you have a personality to be addicted to stuff. I can see why, because then... Obviously, you're just addicted to stuff. But, like, it just, no. It just made me super awake. 
and horny. Like, it made me feel, like, invincible, but, like, in such a taxing way. And, yeah, that's so funny. I'm so funny. And, yeah, but what was I talking about? I was talking about that, but, like, why was I going into that? Oh, because the come down. Yeah, and then the next, you feel so sick afterwards. I was throwing up, like, green, like, liquid vomit. And was having the worst anxiety and just, like, hearing things, I swear. I wasn't seeing anything. Like, you know when you just think you see something out of the corner of your eye? That's how I was, like, reacting. Like, I thought I would see, like, a figure. Like, a shadow. But that's also because my eyesight is completely ruined from poppers. So, like, my color spectrum has been thrown off completely. Like, it's bad. I need to fix that as well. But, yeah, so there. You're really sick. Because, you know, you start coming down when, like, you get, like, a psychedelic, like, a peek into the psychedelic field. And then it just goes away. Like, I saw my... Like, my grandmother's dog and me in our kitchen, like, in the reflection of the shower, like, the kitchen tiles. Like, not really, though. You know what I'm saying? It was just, like, the reflection. But, yeah, that happened. And then the next two days, you fucking, um... Ooh, why is my door locked? My eggs are boiling. Oh my god, they've probably been boiling for so long. But then the next two days, you have, like, nightmares, and, like, you just... It's really, like, scary. I was so scared. Where's the lid? I was completely terrified because you just sweat, sweat, sweat. And recently, which is... Hey, Pam. Hey, Lid. Recently, like, you know when, like, you sweat and then you're, like, sick? And it's, like, this weird... Like, it's such... Like, you can tell. Like, it's... What's the word I'm looking for? That's gonna be... I'm gonna make an episode about what's the word. And just try and Google all the times that I was, like, looking for a word and just tell you what word I was looking for. When, like, um, oh my god, distinctive smell. Like, it's just like, it's like a sour, like, like, smell your sweat when you're sick. Because that's how your body's getting rid of toxins and everything. So, yeah, it was... It's just like a, your body's trying to get over it. And then the two days after that, I think, no, I think you, wait a minute, let me Google this shit. Now I'm getting it wrong. 
I should watch Breaking Bad. I'm scared that it's going to, like, trigger an episode, though. They call it a meth crash. Okay. Ew. Meth is so gross. I'm so sorry. Girl, where's, like, the weak come down thing? I swear that it's, like... You have really bad, like, anxiety. Well, the whole week. And if you're traumatized, like, then after that. But, girl. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Okay. Low energy. Um, and you're very tired. And you're very upset. The 12 to 24 hours after. Okay. Um, day two and three, you're very irritated as well. Um, you can't concentrate on anything. You're very anxious. And yeah, four and seven, day four to seven, you have cravings. And you don't have an appetite. And yeah, I mean, then it's kind of over. And they, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't like thinking about it anymore. That was such like a fucked up thing to do. That man. Which is one of my severe triggers for anxiety. Because we made a sex tape. And I had that as my home screen for so long. And I, it, like, clearly didn't process in my brain until a while after. It wasn't going to be the next, um, not even a month later was I going to process that shit. I just thought it was a funny, like, story. That's how I always, those are my stages of grief. I start off with funny joking and then I go to I go from funny joking to sad to angry back to sad to acceptance. It's kind of how my stages of grief work. So I yeah. Because when I just recently I was making jokes. Well, I still am. and No, but I'm sad. I'm sad. I'm at the sad phase. I'm sad about it. I'm so sorry, but, like, I am. And just for the longest time, I thought my brain was messed up. I haven't really drank since. I haven't been smoking cigarettes. I haven't been doing poppers. Coke was never my thing. Meth. Never again, never letting anyone, never trusting anyone. I've given two, no, this was my third strike. So no more chances for men, not ever. But yeah, because it really triggered. Because depersonalization, I know that I've gone into it. But it's like a state of mind when your brain just doesn't, is exhausted, um, traumatized, 
and you just don't want to think about what has happened. So you just convince yourself to think that the world isn't real and then you start focusing on that instead of what you are trying to process. Which is stupid. Um, And a lot of kids, especially like kids that have had sexual trauma, derealize because they've never felt like they've owned their body. So it's just a way of coping, I guess. Not even coping, though. Trying to understand. And it's brought out, like, real depression in me. Because then it makes me think, like, what is the point of life? You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt so hopeless. Like, I moved here. And I know things weren't going to happen overnight. But, like, things went to shit so fast. And just burning bridges even if you're supposed to it gets it's lonely for a while you have to like loving to learn yourself loving to learn yourself did you hear that ladies and gentlemen learning to love yourself is so um time consuming it's so time consuming and it's so much easier to just, like, think someone else could love you for yourself. But no, that's not going to happen. You need to love yourself first at this. Like, I, I always was like, I don't believe that. Like, that's such fucking BS. But it's true. Because, I mean, it's better that way anyway because... If you're trusting some complete douches, douches, you're always going to have shit in your life. But like, yeah. Ways that I cope with my anxiety is calling a friend. Um, there's a drag show on the TV. I don't know what the fuck to do. Like, calling my friends, like, cleaning. I always cleaned when I was a kid. I couldn't sleep until the house was clean. Things like that. Do my makeup. Fucking, (laughs) not a death drop. I'm fucking dead as fuck. Everyone's clapping. Period, I guess. Uh, Yeah, just cleaning really helps. Taking care of yourself really helps, too. No wonder I was so mentally stable as a kid because I was doing all this instead of actually facing my problems. And then I just pushed it to a later, a later expiration date. Thanks, young Frank. Thank you, my parental figures. My birth givers. I wouldn't even... Yeah, <laughs> I love you. Uh, y'all suck ass. Speaking of ass, I found this funny ass fucking song tonight called Do You Eat Ass? And no one's really listened to it. Who called me? Oh, my grandmother called me at 10. <gasps> oh, maybe I should call her back. I'm so scared. But mm, should I call her back? 
She told me she was going to call me back yesterday, and she didn't. I'm just kidding. I would call her back. I'm going to probably call her back after I finish this episode. So, what else is there to talk about anxiety? I mean, I... Definitely had more anxiety about my, like, appearance growing up. I definitely tried to, like, fix myself and, like, my body wasn't really too much of a worry then and there. But now it is. I, like... I feel like I'm growing out of my body and I just need to, like, fix it. My face I could care less about. Like, the box fucked it up. Like, there's too much jewelry for anyone to even see my fucking face. I don't care. My teeth are so yellow from all the turmeric I drink. It's a fucking shit show. Why am I even getting into this? I was talking about being anxious about what... I guess, like, the way I dress makes me anxious. It's where everything go. I used to just be able to get drunk and, like, not care about it. But, like, recently it's, like, I can't fully defend myself if I'm drunk and I'm dressed like that. So I've been trying to just do it sober and be myself like I used to. But it's just fucking exhausting just letting people do that shit to you and like having to defend yourself (sighs) and people really like to take advantage I always have, like, this crippling fear that, like, I gave all my beauty away already. Because growing up, I was told that, like, if you love too much and easily young, you're not going to be able to love later on in life. Like, because you are so shut off and you gave all your energy and sunlight to flowers that, like, just didn't like grow you know so I always worry about that I just yeah I mean what the fuck can I do nothing fixing beauty takes years yo like if I destroyed myself in a year here I'm wondering how long it's gonna take Maybe it'll take a year. Maybe I should... That's gonna be my goal after this, to be completely honest. Is to fix myself. I'm dead as fuck. This show is so whack. Unless... I don't know. I told the men that I just recently slept with that I have herpes. And 
it's not even my fault, but, like, I feel bad. I just, it's stupid. And I've been working a new job, and working nowadays and having anxiety while working is so unbearable. I can't even, like, oh, God, I can't even with it. Standing there and just having to be nice to people, even though you know they're not fucking nice people, is the worst thing in the world. Like, working at Buffalo Exchange, which I'll get into more, like, bitches, the location I was at in Chelsea, like, the FIT students just needed compliments. Needed attention. Like, girl, this is not a real thrift store. Why are you here? I didn't know that until... I fucking left. Like, no, not when I left. That's not true at all. I knew that the second I started working there, that it was not a real thrift store. I needed a job that bad that I started working there, and then I was like, the prices are already too high, but, like, whatever. It's just where I'm going to work. It sucks in there. And the FIT students go all the fucking time because it's right down the street. And, like, the f- because they're, no one pays for shit in there. That's what also gives me a lot of, like, hardship in life. I am so hard on myself because, like, I beat myself up all the time because I'm, like, like, you gotta get your shit together, yo. You gotta fucking wake up. You gotta do this shit. Because other people might have it easy and their parents might pay for a lot of their shit or their apartment in the fucking Lower East Side. Or the fucking... East Village and go to fucking fashion school but like are genuinely untalented and don't have to worry about shit and can just go thrifting and have coffee every day like that would cure my anxiety but I don't have that option so I have to fucking do it myself and I don't know if therapy is going to fix it I'm so traumatized after the one time that I went. Who is home? I don't know what the fuck's going on, but yeah. I literally got on the floor today and washed my apartment hardwood floor for the first time since I moved in. Like, hands and feet. Like, the floor's the towel the water was coming out like black it literally was black like water and i was trying to put vinegar in it but like dumping in the bucket of water every time that i did like a swipe on the floor was crazy i should have just ran it under the sink and just like fucking gone back and forth because it was such a waste of time waiting for that bucket to fill Oh my god, I have my eggs on the stove. I stole an egg from someone in the fridge. And honestly, I believe in, like, energy. I don't know if I... I honestly can't remember if I talked about this in the sex episode, but, like, for so long, I thought I was so capable of, like, sleeping with all these people. And, like, obviously, they had bad energy because their intentions were always bad so like swapping some of my good innocent energy 
like that was evil. I think they just wanted some of it so they could live longer. You know what I'm saying? So like I've just really been into feng shui recently because energies energy cannot be created or destroyed. Wait, can it be created? I don't know. I'm going to have to google the, I I learned this. I'm thinking I'm right. I'm hoping I'm right so I don't sound too much of a dumbass in front of y'all. Can energy be created? <gasps> I was so right. And I ate that house down boots. No crumbs left. Yeah. Girl, so like, where's my, like, where did my energy come from? If it can't be created or destroyed, where the fuck did it come from? Energy can be, like, transformed, though. A love child. The products of my parents. Penis and vagina. I'm dead as fuck. I never want to think about that again. Um. But yeah, like, just the energy trapped in the New York apartments are so sickening. It's like real ghost energy. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I, like, needed to scrub everything today because I was so over it. And I'm going to soak my hair in vinegar tonight, too. After the shower, though. That's so true. And sleep with it in. And go to work like a apple cider vinegar bitch tomorrow. But, yeah. Because who the fuck's energy is in this apartment that they have clung onto my ass, hickeyed onto me, and will, like, not let me live my best life. Maybe that's why I'm in such a bad mindset, because I'm stuck in this place. And maybe there's mold growing somewhere. I did have mold on the bottom of my mattress earlier, last year, if I do say so. Um, I don't know. I'm dead as fuck, though. I've also had such bad anxiety because I haven't been working. And I just recently got a job because it's very last minute and I needed to get it. So I could pay rent this month. And I'm going to be a barista. I can officially say. I can't believe training's at 7 tomorrow, though. <gasps> what? Homegirl, like, didn't put it on the fucking schedule, though. So that's another thing that makes me hella anxious. Like, the fuck can't she, like, she can't tell us? Like, 7 to 3? That's a long fucking shift, girl. Like, I'm dead as fuck. Coffee shop's gonna kick my ass, I'll tell you that much. And I'm gonna do a photo shoot tomorrow and clean my room. It's what I wanted to do. Since I have all my piercings out, because I couldn't get my septum out. Being trapped is the biggest fear of mine. Or going crazy. 
is a fear of mine. But it's like, I'm already crazy. And like being trapped, like, I don't know why I lose sight of these things sometimes. Because I'm not trapped. I'm as free as I'll ever be. I'm not married. I'm fucking... It's just, I'm like normal most of the time, lol. But I have had like getting married on my bucket list, to be completely honest. I wanted to do it so bad and just have a year of like crazy craziness, but I didn't do that, thank God, because. As I've seen, green cards do not come easy. Someone's egg was cracked. I hope. That <gasps> well, now that one's cracked too, bitch. Oh, oh, and it's so, it's so hot. Oof, oof. Oh my god. Y'all have seen the worst of me with this series, and I kind of enjoy it though. I gotta pull the trash over here so I can make these eggs. So I can make these eggs. I rearranged my kitchen tonight because I was so anxious and I bought a curtain rod so we could get curtains for the kitchen because I'm working again so I have an income and I can actually start going out to dinner again. Even though I like don't want to, but that's kind of a reason why I moved here so I could go to cutesy restaurants and culture myself, but, like, Uber Eats is too good sometimes, like, (laughs) that delivery, like, I don't know why they send me a bunch of coupons all the time, yo, but they be sending me the most coupons, see, this egg is beautiful, this egg is huge, there's no way that was my egg, I do not buy the organic shit in New York, Um, And that's another thing that makes me really anxious. Can we talk about climate change? Because I went on a date with a guy. Bye. (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, you're good. Thank you. Um, like, climate change, yo, is so scary. Um, I'm dead as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, all of our, like, the roommates in here are just all live on their own. It's so, it's such a difference from my first apartment, which is probably a good thing. But, like, climate change be scaring me recently. Like, because obviously that's the pending fear of, like, doom. Like, death is coming with climate change. And I went on a date with this man. And he was like, you know, like, Chandon, please don't come for my ass. I thought you were very cute. And this, like, did make sense. But, like, I Like, why did he have to say this? Like, he was saying, like, how... (laughs) 
I'm dead. I get so anxious to talk when people are around. But, like, he was literally saying how, like, the fucking icebergs... No. Wait. The... Wait. The... The snow caps were always supposed to melt. Why am I thinking that's wrong? Am I saying that wrong? And, like, true, they were always supposed to melt, but, like, not this fast, mister. Like, does he not realize that? Or is he just being dumb? Or trying to be problematic and see what my thoughts were on the first date? Like, why would you bring that up? No, I brought that up on the first date because I was drunk as fuck. Because this man bought my twink ass an entire, like, 15% wine bottle. (laughs) And a beer. (laughs) And vodka. But that's a whole different story. I don't want to talk about this date because I was really upset about it. If you're listening to this, I actually liked you. And I did text you to go on a second date, but you didn't text me back. Which gave me... Say it with me, everyone. Anxiety. And how do you spell anxiety? I don't fucking know. (laughs) But yeah. Because... Obviously, I want to have kids. Not obviously. Just kidding. I used to want to have kids really bad. And I was, I'm like, the climate needs to be good. Like, I don't want to bring them into this nasty-ass world. Like, there's some real goodness in this world, but, like, if I'm ready to have kids later on in life, I might. And, yeah. I don't know. Could my semen, like, if I got a surrogate, would I give them herpes now? Genital herpes? Could I pass that on to a kid? I know a pregnant woman can. When they're coming out of like the vagina and they're having like an episode. <laughs> I'm dead as fuck. <laughs> That's such a painful thing to have. I used to be so perfect. No, I was not perfect before this, but whatever. The kitchen's gonna look so good with these curtains. I have to order light bulbs too. Maybe I should get colored lights and just scare my roommates and have like purple light in the kitchen. I don't even know if you could hear me. I don't really care. I need to drink some more water though. I'm on pain meds and I don't know how to pronounce it. I sent it to my friend who knows a lot about medicine and health-related stuff. I can't think of the word right now, but shout out Jill. So I'm trying to eat stuff that will make me shit. And that being egg salad was the first thing that came to mind today. Also because I am too broke to go grocery shopping. Oh, there it is. And there 
and mustard. Yeah, so I did have cream cheese, though. I should have got that fucking dip at the dollar store. <laughs> I did go to the dollar store today. Also, because New Yorkers be scaring me recently. I've seen some pretty scary looking New Yorkers. And I'm trying to, like, bring good energy into my life. Not this rotten ass energy that I've succumbed to. That's not even the right word to say. I'm dead as fuck. <laughs> or is it? Can you say no? I don't even want to fucking Google this. I'm also Googling way too much. Google is just having so much free time and just being able to Google, like, why, like, is this happening is so bad. It's either that or, like, sitting on TikTok. And I never used to be like that. Like, my sister used to be like that. And I'd be like, Jane, like, get up and do something today. Like, get a fucking hobby. And now we switched spots. Uno reversed. Homegirl has bad anxiety, and I guess I should apologize. I'm sorry, Jane, for making you feel unvalidated. I really have to shit, yo. I haven't even eaten this. <laughs> That's not even funny. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> I don't even know if you can... Well, I know I said that already, but like, I'm trying to whisper. It's late. And I should be going to bed because I have to wake up at like 6 in the morning. And get to the train. The fact that I'm working for that long tomorrow. And... I'm going to be working alone, which is definitely not good for my anxiety because a lot of alone time without music is the worst thing in the world. I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but like, what the fuck are you supposed to do? Like, think? Like, I think when the music's on, but like, I think about things in like a, like a, a good way. You know what I'm saying? Like, not like a fucking depressed ass way. Where, like, if I'm sitting there, like, cleaning a fucking counter by myself, like, I'd consider going to the Brooklyn Bridge later. Oh my god, my podcast is turning into 13 Reasons Why. Because tell me why my intrusive thoughts, obviously, We've already gone over this in a previous episode, but intrusive thoughts are there to remind us what not to do. But tell me why my intrusive thoughts told me to record this podcast as if I was Hannah Baker. And, you know, because I have this fear that, like, after I, like, I move on to season two, like, what am I going to talk about? Because I talked about a lot of, like, everything. Or maybe I'll just have to wait another year and hope crazy shit happens. You know? But, like, do I want crazy shit to happen anymore? Um, kind of no. I feel like I've made enough poetry that I could make 
I kind of want to come out with an album next. My next project. In between. Pod- I'm so sorry. Someone's sleeping in the other room. Oh my god. And that was so loud. Maybe I do need to take a shower before I... Oh my god, I'm gonna kill myself. That was so bad. Okay, well... Yeah, so... Um... Anyway... Um... I mean, moral of the story, like... The best way to overcome anxiety, I would say is to get a lot of sleep. I've been taking a lot of supplements is what I've been doing because my brain chemistry, the thing with drugs and alcohol is it like removes chemicals from your brain basically. So I've been reading a lot of articles about that. I know, I know, I'm not usually the smart one, but like I've been reading stuff on this and you have to find the right um, supplements to help with the certain chemical that you are trying to put back in your brain. So, like, I've started with, like, basic um, supplements like B12 to help. It's supposed to help a lot with depression. Um, I'm taking supplements for anxiety. They're supposed to lower your blood pressure, your blood, your heart rate, like, things like that. Which can have a bad side effect so you need to really just like know what's wrong because when I was so anxious I went to the brain doctor and I had they did oh my god I was traumatized I had to go see Kendra that day because I was so like I was just not having it they shocked my ass they did shock therapy on me And the fucking man that did the shock therapy, first of all, before I start this, the woman asked for my insurance card and then goes, so it's going to be a deductible of 135. Is that fine? And like, bitch, I didn't know what a deductible was, mother. So I went into my appointment. This doctor asked me what was up and I told her everything drugs anxiety and I was just scared that something was wrong with my brain because my memory's been so bad but like obviously after sitting with myself and making this podcast it reveals a lot that it's just mental health and not actual not me saying not actual health mental health is health but it's not like physical health is what I was trying to say um and yeah so I fucking went to they were like let's see if all your nerves work then so this bitch pulls out the fucking oh my god the electric shock like wand and like hooks me up like puts all those corded things on me and is shocking my ass my arms are shaking, like spazzing. It hurts so fucking bad, I tell you. 
he was like, it's just a little sting. Like, bitch, mm-mm. I would not call that a little sting. But anyway, and then we go to the fucking other room. And he's like, can... <laughs> I'm dead as fuck. I just had a really funny, intrusive thought. Um, and we go to the other room. And they, like, put the brain cap on me. And to, like, get the things to pick up stuff, they had to put the, um, ultrasound jelly on me. I don't know what type of gel it is, but I guess you could say it's, like, a lubricant. And, like, put it in my hair. Like, it was, like, not even a little. Like, it was a whole ass thing of, like, lubricant like pregnancy jelly and put it on my fucking head my hair was crusted up strapped me down and like turned the lights off and was like um I'll be back in 30 minutes so just relax and fucking shuts the door I'm in this dark ass office all I hear outside is fucking car honks and I'm trying to relax because the sign in front of me says relax and try and fall asleep. And I was like, the fuck, girl? If they think I'm falling asleep, that's crazy. So I'm trying to relax. I hear someone in the other room talking in French about, like, I forgot what they were talking about. I think they were talking about, like, insurance and, like, just anxiety. And I literally thought they were talking about me. And then someone started speaking Russian. Or some type of language that sounded completely butchered. And I started having a panic attack. I was disassociating. I was sitting there. I couldn't move. One of my fears is being, like, in those, like, suits where they, like, you can't move, you're restrained. And I felt like I was there because I was trying not to fuck up the brain test so I could get an accurate thing. And they just kept going and my brain waves were going up and down up and down up and down and yeah so I mean I canceled my second brain doctor appointment because they told me to get an MRI and I haven't had time or the money to do that so after I get my MRI which hopefully is covered by insurance um and I can just frame my brain in my room that would be so cunt um but I'm also super claustrophobic so I don't know if I would get an MRI done cause if I have to go in like that big tube I would kill m- I'm so sorry I would yeah I don't know if I could do it and then if if that happens I guess I'll go back to the doctor but for now let me get back to wrapping this up. So just... It takes time. I'm definitely gonna go back to therapy after my first paycheck comes in. And just take things slow and smell the roses. And enjoy the simple things of life that I've lost interest in. Like a good coffee. I'm gonna be a decaf boy now. Since caffeine makes me want to... Like... I don't know, go swimming in the Hudson River. The East River. 
this is such a, like, I don't even know why I'm saying this anymore. My intrusive thoughts have won this episode. need anything I mean I'm not famous so you can reach out to me if you're listening to this podcast and you're like I feel this way or you don't know what's wrong with you like reach out girl girl or guy or they them and I would love to help so toodles this was sponsored by better help I'm just playing girl <laughs> I'm so I'm delusional I like didn't sleep last night so Mwah.